Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Side by Side. The Sounders coming off a disappointing home draw to Orlando City, but with another chance to right things in this turbulent season when the Sounders lock horns with the Houston Dynamo, who come into town um, Saturday night. Saturday night should be a good one, but... Before we look forward, as always, let's look back a little bit. Um, I have the table in front of me. The Sounders still sit third, which after 20 games, I think any of us would have taken three points off the top um, behind St. Louis and LAFC. Um, I did the game last week with Danny Brad. I don't know if you were there at the no. game. No. Um, from your vantage point, two points dropped. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I had U.S. game on Sounders and O.L. Rain going all at the same time. Uh, it was actually nice to be at home and, have, and just be able to watch everything. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we talked about it the week before. Was That was a must-win game yeah. for the Sounders to yeah. kind of get through these summer months with a little boost. And that was the opportunity to take care of an East Coast team flying, you know, six hours to, to Seattle. Three games in eight days. Exactly. Yeah. Three games in eight days. And, and Orlando was under the – made some changes in the lineup. And obviously we're missing a couple guys, but that was the time for the Sounders to, to step up and make a statement. Yeah. Um, and, and the guys just couldn't get it done. A couple early chances, and, and those change games right now. This league yeah. is too tight. We've talked about this before that if yeah. you don't finish your chances, you're yeah, you're not really. going to get the results that you that you want. Or, I mean, it's not lack of effort. That's no. certainly not the case. No. The the guys are working hard. Um, it's just a matter of that final product. And and you saw it in L.A. too. Was you know a mental yeah. lapse in the first minute of the game, and then um, you know a great first half from the Sounders, and then second half you you get a little bit out of sorts in in your shape. But again couple chances early in this Orlando game at home to put them to bed and get off on the right foot. If, it, if they yeah. get one in that game, I think it's probably three and four, and it's yeah. an easy game. But now you're left asking questions of, hey, what's going on? Um, and, and who's going to right the ship? When's it going to come? Is this now, yes, a must win against a Houston Dynamo team that you know has beaten LAFC twice in a row? Um, they've been very good at home. Yeah. Uh, away from home, Keely, I think you said no no wins so oh, far. Sorry, I was actually wrong. They're one seven and two. One seven okay. and two on the road. So yeah, looking at stats, is this a must win? Yes. But we've seen teams come in here before that have zero wins in eight games, whatever yeah, it is. It's and happened Houston a few Dynamo times, yeah. also have never won here. Yep. And regular season wins. Ever. 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 Even back when you had that. Even back Good in the day team, when I had that yeah. squad. Wow. So uh, it's a team that we should take care of business this weekend. Wow. And if the guys don't come out hungry from this one, I think Schmetz will have words um, in the press conference after this one. Yeah, I mean, I was with Schmetz. I normally, so my match day routine, I spend about 20 minutes sitting by Schmetz in the warm-up and we just chat. Um, sometimes it's a five-minute convo, sometimes it's longer. Um, I felt like he wanted to talk at the weekend like he wanted to speak to someone and he came and sat by me and we spent a good 20 minutes um probably 10 minutes on sounder stuff the game i asked him you know why the lineup why this guy why that guy what do you think he was fired up like he was there was something in him where you can tell he was on edge um maybe he had a fiery pre-game speech trying to get a reaction from the guys but i said to him we don't normally see you go with such a similar lineup in back-to-back games and he looks at me and goes, well, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Because I don't have the options, right? So it's like, what we have now is pretty much what I have. And it was telling for me when the game was nil-nil, 20 minutes to go, and you looked at the bench, and there really wasn't many options. I think Montero came in 80-something minute, but the first sub was Tevez maybe, yeah. and it wasn't right. So it's limited options. Nothing against Dylan Tevez, but this soundest team, you need a lot more depth than that. And they just don't have it. So that was... 
something that's out of his control. He has a lineup that he has and nothing you can do. Um, I, I do want to ask about Abe because when he came, the first three or four games, we all, I think, were surprised um, how well he settled. I had, I think, a hamstring injury. Is the Abe we're seeing now, is this more of who he actually is rather than was he playing above his weight early in the season? Or is there still hope that he rounds into form? And like that chance he had, I think a confident striker, hard and low, bottom corner, 1-0, right? Like he hit, you're hitting a good height for the goalkeeper at the near post. That's a striker who's not in rhythm. He probably needs one just to hit his knee and go in without even knowing it. And then it's like he'll score five in a row. I don't know. But what do you, what have you made of his play recently in terms of like, is because, you know, how reliable is Raul at this point? I don't know. Um, in terms of injuries, you know, Jordan probably wants wants to play up top, but would play on the wing more often than not. So he is going to get big minutes, um, but he's just not finding the back of the net. Well, I mean, we ask that question about every Sounders player right now. Yeah. If you have two wins in 13 games, you know, there's questions that have to be asked and, and answered. So no one is, is, is punching above their weight right now. Um, and we've seen... You've been a part of this team for a long time. I have. We've yeah. seen seasons where the Sounders get slow start, kill it in the summer, tail off in the playoffs. We've seen, you know, where we won a supporter shield. That was great, right? That was a one-off in 2014. And then we've seen seasons where we start hot, summer comes, we have a lull, and then all of a sudden something just kicks yeah, well, into again, gear yeah. for us. Um, and maybe that's one of those seasons for us this year where we're just kind of waiting and, and, and waiting for our time to for, for everything to click. And... We talked about this last year, though, was the depth of the team because the team was struggling, you know, last year, obviously not making the playoffs. And we said, who was going to be the difference maker to come off the bench, get minutes, get, you know, five or six goals coming off the bench? And nobody could. Ebert was was that guy at the start of the season for us, uh, filling in for Raul. Yeah. And he was fantastic. And I think he just brought something different that no one had seen before as a sounder. Someone who's really going to come off that front line and, you know, little touches and and really combine. But at that time, if it did hit his foot, it was going in the back of the net. And that's what, like you said, is, is a confident striker getting himself. It, it's just instinctual yeah. is getting into those positions. And sometimes, you know, it's better than I do. Mm-hmm. You overthink it. Uh, 100%. Right. You just overthink it. You're like, why is this ball not going in? Yep. And sometimes when you're like, ah, oh, screw it. You know, I mean, I'm so just going to play out of your head. Like, right. You're just. Yeah. Oh, you're 100 percent right, Brett. Um, Are they like the biggest head cases in soccer? I think, I think goalkeepers. Yeah, goal, goalkeepers, goalkeepers oh. and strikers. You can't be normal and be a goalkeeper. Like I, I don't get it. Like I coach kids now, and I'm, we're doing shooting drills, and I just feel bad. I'm like, why would you want to be in there? It's insane. But oh, so I think goalkeepers have a bit, a bit something. But strikers too, because yeah, I mean, I remember like I, you know, you miss. I've missed easy chances, and it's like I could put this away in my sleep if I wanted yeah. to. But then it just won't go in. Then there's I'm going for a run of form where everything I touch is going in the back of the net. And you can't explain that one either. So it's just one of those things. Um, I think one of the positives, I thought Nico was pretty good. That's the best I've seen him in a long time where 100% he's lost a step because he's getting guys you know, like, like, like poking balls away from him or catching him in, in areas where you never used to see it. But he was busy. He was active. I think he's understanding that he has to play on the right. I think... It's going to work better with Alex Rodan. I don't think Cody Baker's wants to attack um, and give the width on that side. But I think Albert has to be the turn. So I think there's some things you figured out and then you're just going to plug in Jordan, plug in Christian, plug in Raul. And things will get a little bit better just automatically by the quality of those guys. But a best chance we spoke about. Nico hits the crossbar 60 seconds later. Any of those go in, I think the Sounders win 2 or 3 now. Like, I- I'm that 
convinced it's one of just a routine home victory, which we've all been a part of so many times. It doesn't happen. Credit to Orlando. I thought they played really well at times. I thought yeah. they, were, they were really good. Like, it's, you don't see teams come here and just say, okay, 4 2 3 1, let's go toe to toe. And he just did it. Yeah. Oscar Pereira was like, we're going to play. Yeah. And I love that. I love seeing that. Um, so it was, you know, disappointing in that sense. But were there any. Was, any can you take positives in the fact that the amount of clean sheets, Yeymar and Jackson have been formidable. Um, Steph had another decent game. So at least defensively, where you're like, you know what? If we can just figure out the offensive half of it, mm-hmm. we've got it locked down defensively. And I'm oh, and I thought Luhu is absolutely back to his best. He, he, exceptional. I would say that too. Yeah, I he, he was, was our really post game interview on the radio, and he basically said what you're saying, Steve. Like defensively, we're great right now. We're yep. doing like we're yeah. killing it defensively. Yeah. We just have to figure out how to score. To score. Yeah. I mean, the Sounders are a plus six right now, sitting in third place. And if you go down, that, and that's always been the storyteller for yeah. making making the playoffs, yeah. right? Yeah. And even fourth place Houston is a minus one. Already in fourth place, there's a negative one goal differential. And then you run down fifth place, minus three, minus six, minus one, minus three. And then you hit Vancouver at a plus seven because (laughs) that team just can't figure themselves out. It's a... They'll they'll win four zero and then lose three in a row at three nothing right. Oh man! Um, but even even so, right? Vancouver's in ninth place with twenty five points. Seattle's got twenty nine. So it's the, the, it's so tight from first to ninth wow. that there's margin for error, yeah. which is crazy. And yeah. so the Sounders are kind of sitting in that margin for error. And and you just think, okay, if the Sounders had picked up even four more wins in those. 12 games like you're flying high and we're not having these conversations right now and that's how tight that it is right now so they have an opportunity Uh, results the past couple weeks have gone the sounders way and that's where you have to take advantage though right because you don't want to get lost in the shuffle and then be vying for fifth sixth seventh place um but this team will will get back to its best i think if 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 we can figure out nico Mm -hmm. and his role and and what he wants to do um, and just be disciplined in that pocket because, like you said, he's lost a step. It's okay. Yeah. Every player does, yeah, right? Happens, yeah. But I, I, we oh, talked about it yeah. with uh, yeah. Shaletto in, in Columbus. Like that, he, he had just won Copa Libertadores, you know, two years before arriving, and he was, you know, 32, 33 at the time coming to yeah. um, Columbus, and then he had to reinvent himself, and he ended up with 16 assists, and I think Nico right now is overplaying it and overthinking it. Yeah. And... Sometimes you have to let the game come to you, yeah. but that's really hard for a player that He's always went be, after yeah, the game, yeah. right? So, who okay of the international guys that we have missing, Jordan, Christian, and Alex? Who do you think we've missed the most? Alex, Alex, yeah, right, hundred percent, yeah, totally. Because he adds something yeah. that in the attack, to, yeah. Uh, yeah, to play at Nico or whatever yeah. to help out Nico on the right. He's gonna help Nico a lot. Again, Christian probably is the most important player of that group, just because. He's Christian and you can do everything and you've seen us with him without him. Um, Jordan, obviously, we know what he can do, but I think Alex is such a specialized role where yeah. Cody Baker's good, but he did not want to have to run 80 yards up, give the width, and then have to chase back when you lost the ball. And then, then there's no width. Nico's running inside, you know, like he's supposed to, I guess. But I think Alex has been missed a lot. Um, we called last week a must win. If that was a must win, how much more this one? And I think we're saying must win, not from points, right, but from just win and go home and feel good and wake up on Sunday morning and be like, like we picked yeah. up three points, right? It's like, the longer this drags on, I just get worried that the summer's going to drag on and I don't think there's any big signings coming and no one's coming to save you know, this team. It is, this is pretty much what they have. Um, there'll be reinforcements from guys coming back from national team duty, but one, yes, is it a must win? I think we agree, yes. But what can they do different or are they doing the right things and it just isn't going in? 
The way that I kind of looked at last week was LAFC was always going to be a difficult game. If you yes. could get out of there with a draw, you'd be happy about that one. Yeah. And then you got a must win against Orlando, you know, uh, what, a week and a half later or something like no. that? Was, it, was, was, it, was this... Uh, no, it was three days. Oh, it was three days. Yeah, so yeah, 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 that, yeah. that was yeah. the gap. That was the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was the one where you needed to, to have the must win. And now, for some reason, I don't feel like this is a must win. It's more just like, guys, let's just win this game. Yeah. The Orlando one was like, we have to win. We, we got to get a win under our belt. This team's traveling from across the country, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And now this one, I think you go into the locker room like, well, we did enough to win against Orlando. We just need to finish our chances. Yeah. Keep it to zero. And, and we're going to continue to find ourselves in good spots and places on the field. Really now the, the focus is just finishing your chances. And must win, I don't, it just feels different to me than Orlando. Um, it would be great to get that monkey off the back now, and I think that that's, that's more of the uh, emphasis on this one because of the quick turnaround against LAFC, um, from, from LAFC to, to Orlando. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess my brain goes back and forth. Must win. I don't think there's the, the pressure on this one as much no. as it was for, for Orlando because it's a bit of an unknown. It's not a conference rival. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every opportunity is there, though. Raul has to come back in, right? I hope, yeah, I hope so. He's back, yeah, right? He's, he's back. back. Yes, but he's Jackson back. Reagan's out. Yes, Jackson Reagan with yellow card yellow accumulation. Card. So Sissoko and Ariaga. out, so Sissoko's so in. Okay, that changes a lot. Jackson's been unbelievable. Yeah, I, I don't know how great. he wasn't an all-star. I've not watched the league maybe that closely, but under the radar. You know, I don't know. Like, there's been a better defender. Yeah. I mean, he's been next level. No mistakes. I mean, he, I think he was it. Rush. He got a red card against Portland. Yeah, yes. and I think he's since learned, then. Yeah, he's yeah. learned from it so quickly. Now he's barely puts a foot wrong. So no, I he'll be missed. It's a big statement to make, but he's gonna be <laughs> absolutely missed. Um, so lineup wise, then I think it pretty much picks itself. I mean, yeah. it's gonna be Baker at right back. Has to be. Yep. Has to be Yamaha and Sissoko. New who left back. JP and Obed, maybe Atencio. I feel Obed. Obed's still kind of trying to get his feet. Yeah, hasn't found himself. Yeah. What he was when he first broke through, yeah. then the injury, he went to U20. He hasn't found the rhythm, I think, that we want from Obed. And I think he's a fantastic player. But yeah. sometimes maybe just Atencio, just for the steal. Just uh, not as good on the ball. But one or two would be next to JP. Um, Nico on the right, Albert, Leo Chu. And then has to be Raul. Yeah. Has to be. And that's what I talked to Schmetz about was on, on the bench. I said... You know, yeah, he's not staying as fit as before and things like that. But seeing the game in Charlotte was just like, okay, I know why Raul is Raul. Yeah. Like, he, no one else can do that. Like, he's he's going to find a way to score. But he has been missing more chances than usual. I think we saw at home against San Jose, he missed two big ones. I think LFC he had one. So, yeah, maybe not a shot, but he wants to be as well. But that team picks itself. Who from the other guys off the bench now? I mean, who can you really look to back? You know, who, can, who would you sit down to as a captain in that locker room? Maybe you wouldn't say it like this, but if you would say to someone and be like, look, you ha we need you. you got to step up. Like, Oh, I mean, for me, if, if I'm going to sit down with anyone, it's gonna, only going to be attacking players. It has to be right. So, yeah. But I, I just don't think you're going to get enough out of Dylan right now to really be an impact player. It has to be Freddie and Ebert. For me, yeah. it, it has to. And I thought Freddie, when he, whenever he comes on, he does really well. I'm surprised he didn't yeah. get more than 20 minutes. Um, but I'd like to see him have a little yeah. bit more minutes, yeah, some more minutes. Yeah. But those are the guys. And, and they, you know, Freddie gets it. That's his role. He understands yeah. his role now. And you can only do so much with 15, 20 yeah. minutes in a yeah. game, right? Especially if you're not an explosive player. Yeah, he needs to build a rhythm into a game. So a guy like that is, you know, 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, Ebert's got to, he has to step up. I mean, that's why he's here. And a big salary. Right? Yes, he needs six, six to ten yeah, goals yeah, a year yeah, from him, yeah. for sure. So It reminds me so much the value of Will Bruin. Like how good that's a Will, great shout, Steve. He would score. Will would get you eight goals a year, nine goals a year, ten goals a year. Like you always somehow with limited minutes would find a way to score, and you need someone like that. You're best supposed to probably fill that role. Yeah. Um, it hasn't happened yet. So again, the positives are third in the table, three points off the top. It's but at some point you go, you do have to turn it around. Getting Jordan Christian Alex back, event no, will seem like new signings to an extent. Getting a fully fit Raul, get Raul five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games on the trot. He becomes even a different player, even better. Um, I think Brad's right. If Nico can learn to maybe meet the coaches halfway, he, he, he'll never completely get to. I'm not the man, and you know, give the keys to Albert or whoever, but share them a bit more. Uh, not try, to, you know, we don't need him to be the guy doing everything like we did in 2016 to 2020, 2021, whatever it was when his peak was. Um, so you still feel good about those things on the team, but you can keep saying that it's two wins in 13 games. Like, there's no way around that. And I, that's a very, very poor run for a good team, especially in MLS where everyone seems you, you should pick up a few more wins than that. Um, we have the lineup there, we think so. Don't know too much about Houston at this point. I know we don't see them too often. I know they beat LAFC a couple of times. and They got killed by Austin um, in the last game. One away win. But the same was true for Kansas. I think San Jose was struggling, and both teams came in here and turned I know, us we over. We need to start playing teams on a good run of form, not <laughs> bad yeah, run. Yeah, like bring Cincinnati and, or someone here because it's tough. So before we go, then, what, what do you expect to see on, on Saturday? Because I will say last weekend, I, I said, no, what's the first 15? Are we going to come out flying? And we came out flying in the first 90 seconds. It was like, wow. And then it kind of tapered off, and Lano took the game. Um, it has to be that, right? Like, come out, just, just It has fly. to, because at the end of that game, I'm watching it on TV. Could you hear the stands booing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it was yeah, it was a audible boo yeah. from, from our fans. Yeah. And so if the guys don't come out yeah. from minute one, the, our, our crowd's smart enough. Our fans are smart enough to know what effort is yeah. and what full-blown sounder soccer mm-hmm. is. And when I watch that game, you know, yeah, it's – um, you know, against Orlando, unfamiliar, no big stars on the field. And, you know, fans are sitting down and just like, all right, you guys perform and yeah. we'll, we'll wait until you give us something good. That's kind of what they're waiting yeah. for and what it looks like on TV. So give them, the guys have to give the fans something to stand for and to be in the game. And, and you, you need some, some flair, some oohs and ahs, and, and just get back to uh, having fun, most importantly. Because right now I think it's so focused on we have to score, we have yeah. to get a result that – Sometimes we take the fun out of the game, and uh, it is a performance. That's why there's you know thirty thousand fans because yeah. you want to perform in front of them. So yeah. it is a combination of both. It can't be one or the other. Um, but we need to give the fans something to cheer for and, and to go home happy with. Otherwise, the further this goes on, we're going to start to see empty seats in that stadium. Yeah. And uh, and so that you know ultimately that's what you want to see. The guys just come out flying. First ball is sent long challenge get up maybe it's a smashing foul yeah. set the tone early and i agree but you yeah. can't keep your foot off the gas you just gotta go I gotta agree. go and not that it probably matters much at this point because not been winning but you know this is a home game and then it is away to vancouver who's so unpredictable but on their day they're now showing they can beat anybody san jose is a better team than they have been back home to dallas and then you move into league's cup right you're playing salt lake away Montreal away so a nice little break from the league but it's not going to get any easier at that point in 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 mls play at least so i think 
with 14, 15 games to go, you know, I don't know how many of them are at home, but have to win every home game. Get as much as you can away from home. But I think for two seasons now, the home form has been questionable, which was never an issue in the past. So that's a little bit worrying. So I think I would say must win from the perspective of morale, um, a boost. You know, you, you come into work on Monday just feeling a little bit different, um, having one. We've both been there when you just can't find a win. And you sit there. I remember being on a team, a sounder team years ago, and we were playing well, and we couldn't win. I remember after like a summer training, probably around this time of the year, I just was sitting in the shower, sitting on the shower floor, and just an Aussie was there. We're talking, and we're like, Bro, "What's going on? Like, <laughs> why, why can we not win? Like, I, we don't know. Like, what else can we do? We're playing well, we're training well, we care, and we could not win for some reason. Um, it just happens sometimes. But what it takes getting that first one, and I think you come out and score early, it's probably a different story um, for the Sounders. But have to win have to win it's getting really and, and I think and it was Nico I think that threw the ball at the Orlando yeah. bench and yeah. that, for me that's, a, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the level of frustration I'd never really yeah. seen Nico act out like that yeah. and he got into it with the opposing team which I'd never really seen him do so um, yeah definitely frustrating um, the last point I'll ask Brad is on this is um, how would you be managing JP now because I thought JP didn't look good the last weekend I thought JP was a bit not quite a bit himself slow. and we need him yeah. like, you need him right so we have to remember he's coming off a year ACL. Yes, he came back and was flying, but you still have to manage that a bit. But then you're, you need results and you can't really get them without him. So how... Yeah. yeah. I, a, I, say, I say for him, you push until League's Cup and then you say you're, you're going to rest. Yeah. That's going to be your break for the summer. You stay home. You're not going to travel with the team. Atencio and Obed are going to play in those games. And if we do good, we do good. And if not, then you've got your rest and then we continue on and push the rest, yeah. uh, the rest of the way. But... As of right now, there, until then, there's only you know that's there's a stretch on the 12th and the 15th where we play at San Jose, home against Seattle, uh, home against Dallas, yeah. and other than that, you've got a full week's rest in between games. Yeah. So maybe you find an opportunity there. It all depends on on the Sounders' form moving forward. Yeah. Uh, if we can get you know six points out of the next two games, then maybe you're not as pressured to start them in San Jose, and you can do a Tencio Obed there. Yeah and get those guys more minutes and familiar with each other heading into League's Cup. I'm pretty sure that's probably the thought process right now. But that guy, he, he definitely needs a break. I agree. Uh, yeah. Mentally and, yeah. and, and physically, obviously, yeah. as well. I, I, so. I, I agree. I agree. So, yeah, the return of someone like Christian probably can't come soon, soon enough for him as well. Um, Keely, the broadcast info? Yes, broadcast info. We are on Apple TV, MLS Season Pass. As always, reach out to any of us, including myself. If anyone has any issues subscribing, getting access to it, et cetera, once you get it, it's super easy to use. Trust me. Um, and then on the radio, we'll be on 93.3 FM, the main FM station, with Danny Jackson, Steve Zakawani. James Riley will be joining us for pre and post, although at halftime. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about let's, halftime, let's Brad. What are you guys out. doing for halftime? So part of our 26 for 26, um, <laughs> me and James will be playing on the field for four minutes <laughs> against 26 youth amazing so two against 26 and and part of the, those 26 kids are from the communities where rave fields have been built or, or will be built in the future so um awesome kids from from around from around the city and it's gonna I, it's gonna be wild so i've I, seen I, like youtube but it's probably like in japan or yeah, something. yeah. yeah. i think that's like a hundred kids yeah though. and it's like you try and dribble that's yeah gonna be great. all that's i just have this vision in my head of me trying to like hit a long ball and it just smashes a kid in the face so <laughs> 
uh, be on my best behavior. And yeah, I'm, going, uh, I'm going down to the yeah, to watch that. I'm hit the showers that. afterwards, I guess. I don't know. That's going to be good. That's a half time. So if you're don't in the stadium, guys, yeah, please. if you're in the stadium, make sure um, you stay to watch that one. That's going to be really, really, really fun to do. But more important business, the Sounders have to get back to winning ways, um, hopefully. And then we will be back next week previewing the Vancouver game, um, going up to Canada. We were just there. In yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were just there. Yeah. I just feel like we just were there. I was not there, but I feel like, yeah, the team was just there. Uh, and we'll be back. So as always, thank you for listening to the podcast. Comment, like, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And we'll see you on Saturday at the stadium or on Apple TV or on the radio. And we'll be back next week, uh, hopefully recapping a victory.